everybody welcome back to press for champagne hey, hey hey didn't you like that lovely voice i put on for everybody <laughs> that was that was very nice i i hope that they all enjoyed that it's my sex operator voice oh as like a side gig yeah just in case the whole law thing doesn't work out honestly if i could make a little extra cash doing that why not i mean i don't blame you i think my cousin katie could absolutely absolutely do that yeah i mean she's i mean and she'd be good at it oh her voice she'd be like hey yeah, but, and she definitely play it up, like, she, and, oh, like, I think she, she could, like, be serious about it, too, to the point where, like, you know, I think after a while, like, you would start to giggle. She would say some nasty stuff. <laughs> we should have her back on the podcast, and she could pretend, we could, like, have her, inter- or act out what her second life would be if she like, was a I sex think phone she, operator. Yeah, I think she could be, like, I'm gonna whip up some mashed potatoes and like <laughs> That's you know what like just want? real like weird shit, but it would sound oddly enticing <laughs> to a weird man on the <laughs> other end of the line. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Be like and then I'm gonna pour gravy all over. Like it, it would get weird. It's so weird that we're talking about this because. I've started watching The Good Wife. Have you ever watched that show? No, haven't. Okay, I started watching it because, like, I'm in dire need of, like, something just to, like, you know, clear my mind to at the end of the night. Oh, sorry, but I just knocked the mic. Anyway, <laughs> um, and the whole premise of the, the beginning of that show is her wife or her husband gets caught having, like, multiple affairs with, like, different, like, workers what are sex they called workers. Sex, sex workers i was gonna say social workers and that's not the same thing i don't think they do the same kind of work but i could be wrong it's all for the it is very social yes so anyway the one episode i watched last night was like the son had called into like a sex operator line trying to find like the girl that his oh, dad like had a relationship with invested so, oh he's well he's he thinks his dad is innocent so he's doing his own investigation probably don't want to do that yeah so anyway that's that's a so if you've never watched the good wife i'm like four episodes in and it's pretty legit yeah i don't know where me saying welcome it went it took a left turn there sorry yeah about that. two minutes in we're already on sex workers yeah, so you so welcome tell, everybody <laughs> tell me about your week danny oh you know actually i haven't really done a whole lot this week but i did talk to my mom this weekend she was telling me how she listened to the episode with michelle on my sister michelle on it yeah and she's like honestly sometimes i cannot believe some of the things that you say and i was like <gasps> what did you say I, I honestly couldn't remember i was like i wonder what we said about her because and i always assume like she thinks i'm talking about her and she's like i was out with a girlfriend and i don't and so i ha- didn't quite grasp like if her and her friend were listening to this together or if like she was telling her friend about this or what the situation was but it was the part of the episode where we were talking about how i couldn't lick another woman's vagina and every time I look at a man I think about what his penis looks like oh I forgot about the vagina yeah you forgot about that I kind of did yeah (laughs) blacked Uh, it out so I'm just like honestly mom I think that I when I when I was 17 I joined the marine corps I don't know why I'm stuttering I joined the marine corps and um I I grew up in my early early adult years in California where everybody was just kind of like open and we talked about things and like really nothing was like taboo and nothing was off limits and like I just had like more of like a free spirit and then like I come back to Nebraska and I realize like that's not really the culture around here like people are like more PC when it comes to like sex around here and like cursing especially as women and so like I never really like thought about it in that sense like that not everybody is like as like open about those things as like I am or even like we are Again, my phone, everybody's first amateur hour. (laughs) 
<laughs> like three months in. For way longer than that. Anyway. Um, like the second week in a row. <laughs> no, you guys, I'm a mess. Anyway, so like my mom is like born and raised in Nebraska and she lives in Virginia now, but like, and Virginia is a very like conservative state. But like, I just think that like, I, th- I was thinking about that. Maybe that's like totally not true, but like in my head, because I am way more like wild or like radical in my thoughts and even like my sister and we're the, like almost the same age. Yeah, isn't that weird how yeah. like your views and like political beliefs and everything are so different from like your family or siblings that you grew up with but um but you've we've all had like very different life paths yeah for sure too so it's it's weird but also it makes sense yeah I mean like I you know we just because you grew up in the same house you don't have to think the same things but I just thought that was weird and I was just like I I was telling her how like sometimes I do get anxious about some of the things that I say on the podcast because like it's just out there forever and like yeah it's not good I mean (laughs) same and so like I say things because these are the things that I say to like my girlfriends or these are like the conversations Brandy and I would have like you know off air and I'm just like sometimes I don't realize that like people are probably like embarrassed by the things that I say. My mom's like, I just want to clarify, I'm not embarrassed by you, and you can keep doing like the you can keep having the conversations. She's like, I've never wanted to censor your ever like censor your words or whatever you say, but she's just like, it definitely caught me off guard, and <laughs> I'm just like, sorry, mom. <laughs> So yeah, that's really that was like. Well, I'm glad she doesn't want to censor you. Oh, she's my mom has. I've always I've always cursed like a sailor. Even when I was like little, like junior high, I was up there like dropping f bombs. And my mom wow. would be like, for you little, obviously you little I, ratchet savage. I was. Um, and then I did want to say that like sometimes when I do get anxiety about like um you know talking about licking vaginas on the podcast that I remember about like I remember like Madonna like I was just reading a article where when she walked in a New York fashion week one year she walked with her like boobs just out for the world to see because and then afterwards she's like well yeah there was like a blouse that went under this outfit but I just didn't like it so she just walked the catwalk with no top on and I was like hey Madonna if Madonna can do it so can I yeah that's a good good way to think I mean I wish I thought that I mean if Beyonce can do it, can I do it? <laughs> you know, I just think that it's it's very limiting sometimes to, like, put yourself in a box because of other people's opinions that might get in your head. Which, I mean, like, I I struggle with all the time of, like, just, like, trying to be me, like, un- like authentically me, just, like, all the time. Right. But living here – and I just shouldn't say it's Nebraska, but, like – I think like, it's everywhere, right? Yeah. Because I think it's good to be authentic and important, but it's a lot more difficult than what – we give credit for or give each other credit it is because it's hard to be a hundred percent authentic and not hurt other people's feelings yeah so it's like being polite and not hurting feelings but also being true to yourself and yeah what you want yeah i have yeah that this is this might like be a topic for another time because i did um have to learn that the hard way of like i'm always honest and i'm always myself and i always thought that as long as i'm being honest with you like as a person um then why would your feelings ever be hurt? And then I realized, like, hey, that's not how life works. Like, you have to, like... <laughs> Why would your feelings ever be hurt if I told you... Well, it, it wasn't, like, things about... Your shoes it, are ugly. No, it wasn't things like that. No, it would just be, like, you know, like, I would just be, like, this is what I want, you know, or something. Anyway, I think we are... Are we... Um, we are doing communication this stuff, so maybe we'll get into that later. We will. You we guys, will. just so you you know, we're recording a double header today because Brittany is um, going on a trip, but we'll get into that in a second, so that's why I was a little confused there. Um, but anyway, that's really all that I've been doing this week. I also have uh, am on the hunt 
for another dress to order wedding. <laughs> I got I got like six things in my rent the runway runway queue. So yeah, well aren't well aren't you using them all? Well, yeah, but I'll be back. No, I'm, I'm going to be in Atlanta the same time you're in. Um, yeah, but I could wear something, return it, and then ship it to your hotel. Oh my god, that's that's way. It's not that much work. It's yeah. Nap. I mean, like, I, it's not that serious. I, I honestly probably have something in my closet I could wear, but, like, you know. But my saga this time is, or my drama, um, is I need a pair of flats to wear, like, towards the end of the night. Like, that I can have in my purse and then slip them on when I want to take my heels off that are, like, cute and fashionable and comfortable. And they don't even have to be really that comfortable, just, like, flat. Have you ever looked at Rothy's? Yeah, I have. I don't um, know I've that not, I love they, the look of them, yeah. but I, I hear good things. I just, I think that one might be like a little too casual for like what I want, right? For this wedding specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have heard a lot of good things about them. People yeah. really like them. But yeah. anyway, yeah, that's, I mean, so I'm on the hunt. So if anybody has a good pair of flats that are like dressy and. I'm, I'm feeling a jumpsuit for this wedding for some reason. I'm feeling a jumpsuit. That's funny because I was talking to my mother-in-law today and asking her what she's wearing to this wedding. And she said, she told me what she was wearing. And she's like, why don't you wear that jumpsuit that you wore to the rehearsal dinner on Friday night? And I was like, well, that was like a $20 jumpsuit I got from like some boutique. But I mean. this I love a good jumpsuit. I know I do too. I feel like this, like the material is just not right. Okay. It's like it's cotton, and I just feel like maybe like if it was a different material, I would wear it. But this dress, this wedding I'm going to is in Atlanta, and it specifically says cocktail attire on the invitation. Yeah, I feel like you gotta open it up. Yeah, I mean like, and I'm, I mean, and we're really excited to go, and like it's like gonna be a fun wedding. But like, you know, I might wear the jumpsuit. I have a wedding after that, two weeks after this one. Are so, you opposed to sequins? Yes, okay. very much opposed to sequins. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Do you have something sequiny? Fuck yeah, because I am not opposed to sequins. Well, maybe I'll check it out, but. Yeah. And, and we'll see. Is it upstairs? Yeah. Okay. Well, after this, we'll uh, do a little, <laughs> I'll do a little closet shopping. <laughs> it's, it's really cute. I've only worn it once. So. Oh, anyway. So what have you been up to this week? Holy buckets. Um, You know how much work it is to go on vacation before you go on vacation and then how much work it is to come back from vacation? Honestly, it, this is why people don't go on vacation. Mm-hmm. It's because they're afraid of like what their inbox or what their work's going to be like when they get back that they don't even want to deal with it. Yeah. So I... I didn't do anything this weekend because it was like I needed to get all my laundry done, get all my cleaning done, like get all the, you know, get my house up to snuff because I'm also gone this weekend. Mm -hmm. And then I come back, you know, got court Monday, court Wednesday, you know, all this stuff next week, leave Thursday night, like it's going to be a shit show the next seven days. Yeah. And I was, like, feeling real good this morning going into work even. Like, I really felt like I was on top of my shit. Like, everything was, you know, sitting good. And then, like, at 3 p.m., it all just unraveled. Oh, really? And now I feel like I'm, like, a week behind. Oh, shit. That sucks. And so I'm stressed out. Packing is really difficult. Like, I I need to start packing because if I pack last minute, I will overpack because I I won't have planned it out. So I really have to plan out, like, make sure I can use, like, I'll I'll pack three pairs of shoes for every day if I do it last minute. I I just, I'm like, throw my whole closet in. So as a packer, are you the kind of person that, like, lays out an outfit for each day? Like, so you know, like, okay, like, these jeans and like this blazer and this shirt I'm wearing on Tuesday no what how I pack is I go through my whole closet and like just grab everything I want and put it in a suitcase and then I'm like I'll figure it out when I get there wow I take everything that's aggressive I can't do that on this trip because 
I, I just can't. Like, there's just not enough to haul around. Right? Okay. But it's like we're going to be in Cape Cod, which that's like a whole vibe yeah. there. Not only fashion, but weather. Did you watch a couple episodes of Murder, She Wrote to get like this, the, <laughs> the fashion? No. no, I didn't. But <laughs> honestly, I'm going to put that on my to-do list tonight because I'm feeling can... <laughs> like a nice floral maxi is going to be in spo. And like a real like fluff, fluffy cardigan. Yeah, Maybe yes, like a neck so, scarf. I do have a couple cardigans packed. Um, so that's a whole vibe. And then Vermont is going to be woodsy, folly, like cozy flannel. Lots of flannel. Yeah. So that's a whole other vibe. And then we're going to Newport, Rhode Island, which is like another coastal, like preppy kind of vibe. Plus you figure in the dinners, depends on where you're going to. Like, it's like this whole thing. It's and just, what's it, the temperature going to be like? Right. Yeah. Like 60s, some days 70s, but nothing and colder than at night. That. It yeah. is colder at nights. So then you got to plan for a jacket, some outfit. You know, it's. I don't like to look frumpy when I travel because you're taking pictures and like, you know. You know, I have. This is that's me. I'm always just like last minute packer. Then I don't pack enough, and I never ever ever pack anything warm. Whenever we travel, it's always cold, and I always think that we're going on like these tropical destinations where I don't need coats. And then I'm always cold, cold. and I'm always wearing Michael's clothes every time we go someplace. Like when we went to Vegas in January, there's like a picture, and I'm wearing Michael's sweater all day long. I have his sweater on. Yeah, and you're like, I I don't dress like this. No, I don't look like this. I mean, honestly, it was like I don't know if you would even notice that it was Michael's sweater because. Like, you know, I'm cute. (laughs) (laughs) Still. Still cute. But, you know, like, but you're right. Like, you don't feel your best. Like, you're, like, supposed to be on vacation and have a good time. But when you feel like everybody knows I'm wearing my husband's sweater right now because I didn't pack anything. It just isn't comfortable. Yeah. And the other thing is, is, like, there's, you know, we're going to Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket. and To to, to see Martha? Yeah. She, yeah, she called. We're going to do dinner. Good. Yeah. Tell her I said, what's up? Tell her I'll catch you next time. (laughs) But it's like, you know, we have to take a ferry over mm-hmm. to the islands and a ferry back. And so it's going to be like we leave at like 7 or 8 a.m. on the ferry and don't get back until 9 or 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then dinner reservations are at these like, frankly, like super nice, nice restaurants. And it's like, well, you can't wear leggings and Nikes yeah. in there. But we're, you know, it's just there's a lot of activities in a 12-hour period that you have to accommodate for. So I have a good like straw bag that I can – take like a change of clothes if I really need to but Mm -hmm. it's a whole it's a whole thing it's stressing me out yeah I would start packing but you should try the whole like outfit thing like laying out your outfit yeah that I do sorry that is what I plan to do this trip and that's why I'm like getting stressed out about when the hell I'm gonna do that oh okay well have fun so (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I wish somebody would honestly come pack like, put the out. Like, I thought of Aaron. Yeah, I was going to say Aaron does that. I was like, that I should. Like, had I been thinking, I should have, yeah. like, done something. Like, the, these are where the dinner reservations are. This is, like, the attire. Yeah. This is what I'm doing all day. These are what I have, what I want to wear. I have six things to get from Rent the Runway. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. Well, you know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, you have a little bit of time. So, I mean, like, I know you're busy with work, but maybe you could just, like, sneak it in there. What are you doing this weekend? Just like going out of town? <coughs> oh, God. Wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to ask. Next question. <laughs> so, do you, should we talk about what we're drinking this week? Yeah, because I'm going to need to get that 
frog out of my throat. That <laughs> just come out of no- that was a dry cough. That's a that is a symptom. Oh my god, you guys, we are like six feet apart right now, oh though. My god. Okay, well, so tell so, us what we're drinking. Since Brandy wants to avoid that question, we. I, this- I'm, <laughs> so I will answer. I'm going. It's my um, nephew's fifth birthday, oh, and so birthday. I need to get my car serviced. And so they're going to the zoo, and I thought I would just, you know, enjoy a day off, even though I'm complaining about taking, like, five days off the following (laughs) week. (laughs) You know, I'm a big hypocrite, so eat it, suck it, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. Okay, well, this week we're drinking a cranberry pear prosecco cocktail, and we got these pears from my sister's pear tree so anyway the ingredients are um chilled prosecco cranberry juice pear nectar and pear slices um all you need to do is fill your flute halfway with the chilled prosecco um then with the remaining half of the flute fill a third of it with cranberry juice and a third of it with pear nectar and then add a splash splash of prosecco on top and then we also added pears into the drink and you know make it made it look completely amazing and this is really pretty yeah it is and this recipe is also on our website presserchampagnepodcast.com if you want to go and take a look yeah it's actually really good i i spilt on myself you guys i'm like a savage today it is good except all i could think about was like it was spilling on my pants but that is good it's got like a nice like pear cranberry taste yeah it's actually um i kind of thought the cranberry was going to overpower the pear and it's not Mm -hmm. the pear is definitely like the star of the show yeah that's super good. If you don't want it to be as cranberry, I would do a little less cranberry than what we added, but it is still good. Definitely clear up a UTI for you if you guys got one. Is that true? I have no idea. <laughs> I thought that was not true. I don't know. It's just like a now I'm now burning like all the pears. Tale? <laughs> oh. Anyway. The, okay, so this week, for our current events, the first one was clearly Bernie's pick. Yeah, okay. You guys, Chrissy Teigen is pregnant. Holla. If you didn't know, third baby. Her pregnancy cravings are just giving me life, okay? I've been stressed okay. out. And First I, off, where do you hear, like, does she talk Instagram, about this? Instagram, all the time. She talks yep, about it on her Instagram? All the time. Okay. Instagram stories. Okay. That's all she does, post about what she's eating. But, like, restaurants are sending her, she, she's on bed rest right now. I don't know for what reason. I assume there was, like, an issue or a complication. They put her on bed rest. So all these restaurants are, like, sending her, like, deliciousness whoa how do you get to that gig like i'm pregnant and i'm on bed rest and then people just send you food for free i mean or chrissy teigen i mean like when i mean i can only assume they're sending it for free she might be ordering it and paying for it too but on one of her stories um papa john sent her a whole jug of that garlic butter stuff that's just, like, delicious. Oh, my God. Like, that's, like, crack? Like a jug. Oh, man. It's been so long since I've had Papa John's and that butter. I love Papa John's. I mean, me too. I don't, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But they have a Papa John's in, like, Grand Island, don't they? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have to go to Grand Island. I am totally ordering Papa John's when I, or bringing home it's Papa John's. It's that garlic butter. is just, it like, is. it takes it to another level. Like another fat kid level. Oh God, I'm a fat kid. I mean, it's yeah. intense. It's so good. So yeah, I was super jealous. But then there, what they actually sent when they sent that jug, they sent her like you know those chocolate fountains that you set on your tabletop. Yeah, they I mean, s- wait a second. That like that people set on the fa- like aren't aren't chocolate fountains for like parties and events? Yeah, but you can buy them for your house too. Oh, do people do that? I would. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, but anyway, I know what Sorry, a chocolate is. 
Excuse me, what? Yeah, they do. <laughs> you don't have one? Oh, is that what was like on your kitchen counter? Yeah, that's what that is. It's not a water fountain. She doesn't have one, but anyway. Um, <laughs> they sent her one of those to put the garlic butter in. Shut like up. yeah, it was great. Papa was, John's, that is some advertising. Um, she like she does uh like nightstand meals because she likes to have snacks on her nightstand. She'll like have full on like chicken nuggets like when she goes to bed and she film like it's it's just it's hilarious. Wow, honestly. I really enjoy it. Good for you, Chrissy. Okay, so the next thing that we're gonna talk about is um old Col- Colton Underwood and his fucking bachelor wow. drama and. Um, so long story short, and if you haven't heard this already, it's been circulating in the news for a little while, is Colton Underwood has had a restraining order um, against him from his former girlfriend and the person that he chose. She she filed it, but it wasn't signed off on by a judge until Monday. Okay. Well, she, you know, this was like the person that he chose on The Bachelor to be his, you know, wife. They were dating and then since broke up. and But since they broke up, apparently he's been like being a fucking psycho. Like... He like he allegedly vehicle. placed a tracking device on her vehicle. He's um freaky. He's she is has someone stalking her, and then he was also like, yeah, someone's stalking me too. Like, and when when she says somebody's stalking me, she and her friends were ha- like getting like harassing text messages from unidentified numbers to their phone. Mm-hmm. He was also getting them to his phone and yeah. was like, yeah, somebody's doing that to me too. It was him. Yeah. It was, he was doing it to himself. That's the level of crazy. This is what I have to say about all of this. This is why you do not wait until you're an adult to have sex. Because then <laughs> you have like these fucking weird... Because you remember... Okay. Harken back to young Brandy and your first, your first love. And I know that you've always been like kind of like a savage when it comes to dating and men. But like, do you remember like how like the first time you had sex, like how into that person you were? No. Okay. <laughs> remember the first time you had sex with somebody that you were into? How into that person you were? Okay. I mean, were you? Were you like, like with someone that you liked that you really, and you guys had a sexual relationship? I don't think the first time. I don't. No, no, I'm not saying the first time. The first oh. time that you had sex with someone that you were into. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, yeah, you were okay. super into that person and you were, like, you know, we're young and, like, you have a lot of feelings when you're young and, like, mm-hmm. they're wild because, like, you're young and have no idea what the hell's hormones I mean, that are. didn't happen the first time I had sex no, with no, that no. person, I, though. Well, okay. You build a relationship. You yeah, get there. Or whatever. Was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, now this guy is a... So, then, kind of, like, people are young, have hormones, turn to, like, little, little psychos. Okay? <laughs> Big psychos. And when you're young... You're just young. Now, as a grown-ass man, you're fucking getting restraining orders placed against you because you're you're an official psycho. You need to be having sex when you're younger. And I'm not saying, like, young, young, but I'm just saying, like, you need to be having sex when, like, normal people have sex so you don't become a fucking freak show when you're older. I mean, that's the thing. I think um, even just, like, what maybe it isn't just sex. Maybe it's just having, like, normal relationships at appropriate ages. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people are like, you know, my kids can't date until they're 18 or 19 or this or that. And it's like, well, they're not developing, like, normal social interactions at, like, regular intervals. So then they don't handle breakups or somebody not liking them or Mm -hmm. somebody cheating on them. They're handling that at, like, a very, like, 
I'm going to call it 14, 15 year old level when they're 35 and there are adult repercussions for that behavior. Yeah. I remember vividly my very first ever breakup and how devastated I was. And I hadn't even had sex with this person. I was devastated. And I had a friend of mine and and like I was able to go to her house and like we were able to like talk it out and like I was able to like cry and do all these things. I can't imagine like going through like my very first like real heartache like that as a 30-year-old woman. can Yeah, can you imagine not, like, breakups are hard and they're painful and, like, they just suck. Like, you just want to wallow for, you know. Sometimes it can be months that you just feel depressed about that situation. But when you're young, you're able to, like, handle those emotions in a lot quicker way because the relationship isn't as deep or committed. Yeah. But, like, if you are developing... A more serious relationship but you've never like bro- like ended that relationship and you've become very codependent on that other person w- like what the hell like and that's your first heartbreak I mean that could really like ruin somebody's life almost yeah and, and I and- know that sounds dramatic but damn well and, like and this obviously isn't Colton's first relationship but it's his first sexual partner and um this I mean that he was famous the famously the first virgin bachelor and oh, he wow. was a bit of a roller coaster on The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor, but I do read the news. And he was a bit of a roller coaster on the show, jumping fences and stuff like that. Wow, it's aggressive, Colton. Yeah. So I mean, like, honestly, I I that that's my professional opinion. You need I agree with you. You need to be having relationships at the ages that they're appropriate. Like so you the first time you're having sex shouldn't be in your thirties. Well, here's and the, the thing, thing is also sorry not to cut it, you off, is, but he's a an attractive 30-something-year-old man who was in the NFL. How had you never had sex before, bro? You were in the NFL. Here, Here's the thing. It, whether it is, I don't care if you want to abstain from sex until you're married, whatever. But it again, it goes back to like the relationship and dealing with things. Mm-hmm. If you're at a point that you're putting a tracking device on somebody else's vehicle after you've ended the relationship frankly even if you're in a relationship and you're putting a tracking device where you psycho if you're do you know <clears throat> lying about things like lying about being harassed and harassing them in in ways to hurt somebody like that uh, trust me i snoop uh, everybody's heard me snooping yep. and using methods i can to find out information that's one thing but when you're going to a point of like yeah like harassing somebody doing things that are borderline illegal if you can't identify that behavior as inappropriate or wrong and get yourself help, mm-hmm. that, that, that's scary to me. Yeah. So you want to talk about your boyfriend, Nelly yes. and Dancing with the Stars? Yes. You guys, welcome to your weekly recap of Dancing with the Stars, but only of N- Nelly and Carol Baskin. I hope you guys are calling in. <laughs> because we're not shitting you. We are going to talk about this every week until... Until what- they get voted off. Yes. And... Based on this week, Carol Baskin ain't lasted she's long. She's <laughs> probably going to make it to week two, I The only guess. reason, I'm not shitting you, the only reason she's not off week one is, is because, because they, they don't vote on week one. They can't vote on week one. It was painful. Oh like, my God. It was painful. so painful. Her facial expressions. <sighs> like, you could tell when... Her body was, like, stiff. It was, but you can tell when um they practice in their dance when she needed to like smile and roar because they did her her song was eye of the tiger and so they also pra- terrible song i mean honestly but they and she did a possible I mean, day yeah in that in that uh situation it was just terrible yeah so 
Um, you can tell when they practice the facial expressions because when they when they weren't built into the song, <laughs> she was like not. a fucking blank no. canvas. So no. it was bad. But I I also want to say Carol probably dance better than I can. So no, I mean I'm not a good dancer. I'm not. I know that's shocking to everybody because you were really... We you thought. Know. We thought you were uh, getting down on the dance floor. Yeah. You guys thought I was going to turn out with some WAP dance choreography oh my on my story. Yeah. No. Can't do that. All right. <laughs> but she was, like, stiff. Yeah. Like, like robotic stiff. It, yeah. it hurt me to watch. The whole thing was painful. Oh, my God. Um, Fun fact, though. So her missing husband's children... Gone. They bought a minute of airtime to like ask about information about his to disappearance, which I find is hilarious. They're offering a one hundred thousand dollar reward for anybody that has any information on their missing father, and I, I, am I, dead. I do have information. <laughs> They're in the tiger's poo. He, Carol Baskin he, killed him. She killed him, guys. I'll take the hundred thousand dollars now, please. I like honestly, and I watched it that commercial. It was Carol or Don's three daughters, Don's former secretary, and then their lawyer. And it was like one of those like, ha- do you suffer from like mesothelioma? Oh god! It was like one of those like infomercials. I was just like, call like Bender and Bender, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god! You guys couldn't have like done a little. I can't, did this I up can't a wait until I have one of those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> What's so? I always see billboards like for like the <laughs> motorcycle injury attorneys. <laughs> Is that gonna be you? Yeah, I might. I might. Don't rule it out. Never uh, say never. Okay, we have to talk Nelly. about your boyfriend, Nelly. Oh, my God, you guys. It was his eye rolls at the, the beginning. The beginning. Like, he did it twice. It was like, he was so annoyed to be there. It's like, Nelly, no one's forcing you to be here right now. Like, you, there wasn't like they, like, put a gun to your head and said, you have to do Dancing with the Stars. Like, he... Do you see that body, though? I mean, <laughs> I was only looking at his eye roll. And that, you could... I mean, you could have seen that body. Yeah, I could have. I missed an opportunity. That's all, that's all I could think the whole time. I was like, damn. Honestly, I wish that you would have slept with Nelly. So when we were doing this Dancing with the Stars recap, we could have a little more in-depth um, what do you knowledge. mean in-depth? I would have been in the front row watching my boyfriend. I don't think there's people in the audience. Oh, because of COVID. COVID, yeah. <sighs> but he definitely would have been texting you afterwards. Obviously. <laughs> let me know how it went. You know. Uh, is Nelly married? Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> What yeah. do you think she knows? <laughs> She's got to know. She's got to know. She's just cashing the checks. Cashing. Yep. If he's not married, he definitely has a fiance, though. Oh. Yeah. Okay, but my favorite thing from <laughs> Nelly's dance, and honestly, I'm not shitting you guys. I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. We watch, like, the YouTube videos the next day. But there, so each dance is, like, a minute and a half long, but, and they were each really painful to get through. But This ne- was not bad. Nelly's, um... Like, his throw in the money. Oh, yeah, that was Like, mid-dance. He, like, bent his partner over, pretended to throw the money, and then she, like, popped back up. And I was like, WTF. Whose idea was that? That was a little cheesy, and I'm guessing it was hers because she choreographed it. It didn't really seem like he was into it. No. But he he was a good performer. Like, Somebody did that I know that does watch this show religiously thinks that he's going to win. Oh, hi. Which means that you will get a Nelly recap of Dancing with the Stars until mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars is over. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, I thought he did great. He did a backflip. He did do a backflip. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait until he does hot in here. Yeah, I could barely do a back bend. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> this week, we're talking about some... Co- 
communication. Mm, it's so hard. Why are people bad at it? <laughs> like, honestly, I'm great at it. I don't know why everybody else sucks. <laughs> there is so much miscommunication. Uh, really? Like, in, like, just so many faucets. You mean facets? I say faucets. Oh, is that is that a way to say that? I make things sound fancy, okay. even if you they're do. not supposed to. So. Tomato, tomato, bro. It could be facets. I think it, I think facets, but I do say faucets. Hey, I, I'm not here to judge. I'm I mean, just, I know I'm just it's a water cor- faucet, but <laughs> I, I also say faucets. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to correct your language. No, please do. I'm sure there's 80 <laughs> other people yelling, facets, Brandy, and then I'll get a text message or a DM from somebody who's like, um, actually, it's facets. I okay. Just, okay. All I ever think about is like people that listen to this and they're gonna be like, you two are so fucking dumb. And I'm like, not trying to t- tell anybody I'm not dumb. Fully owning it. <laughs> No, I am. I went. I could have got to Harvard, you guys. Same's. Can't uh, wait to go there in a week. But I'm actually you. Back to communication. There have been like relationships that have probably ended in my life because like communication was just like so poor. Like there's just like no way. Like I don't know. Like there's just no way to like get that out of there. I think that when I always think of the "just tell me what you want" meme from the Notebook. And oh, I, f- yeah. I feel like I that. love The Notebook. Oh, it's such a good movie. Such I cried for movie. a week after I watched The Notebook for the first time. I was a senior in high school. Just a week? Just a full-on week? Like a full-on week. Uh, it, in fact, there are certain things in my life that I'll, I'll watch or I'll listen to that really, like, hit me hard. And that did it. The Notebook. I was, like, 16. Wow. Okay? I was, like, young and vulnerable. dating a loser who had a kid and... What? <laughs> Oh, yeah. When I was a senior in high school, I would talk about this on the podcast where when I was a senior in high school, my boyfriend was like 23 and had a child. Okay. Well, prom was awkward. He didn't get to go to prom. Okay. Because you you had to be, if you were over 21, you couldn't go to prom. I understand that rule. (laughs) That makes sense. But you know what's so funny is I wouldn't have asked him if that wasn't a rule anyway. I went to prom my senior year with a good friend. I went to two proms, but from my high school prom, um, I went with my ex-boyfriend. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I just always took, like, friends. Yeah. I mean, like, I never took a boyfriend to prom, but I... Oh, no, I, that's not... I, I did take one of my boyfriends to prom my sophomore year, but, you know, hey, that's I didn't want to take a date to my senior prom, and my parents made me call and ask somebody. Oh. I was like, I don't... Because you wanted to, like, play the field at prom? Be like, just, where I, can we I go was, afterwards? I was like, guys, there's 16 people. I don't think we need to, like, pretend that we have dates here. Like... I don't know. I didn't ask this person to go to prom. They asked me if they could go with me to my prom. And I was just like, okay. Like, I was like, I'm just trying to look fly in a cute dress and eat yeah. some food. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, so, anyways, I feel like that meme, I felt like that meme in relationships when I was younger because I wouldn't express what I wanted. And in hindsight, I'm like, wow, that caused a lot of problems. Yeah. There. <laughs> I, I haven't always been good at communicating. And I've always also been, like, that person that was would, like, play games. Until, like, I, fi- I finally got, like, sick of, like, because I felt like oh, guys were always playing games. So I'm like, well, I'm going to play your game back at you, bro. <laughs> Bruh. It didn't work out, you guys. Like, the mind games and just, like, the... Oh, I'm not going to call you for two days, and I'm not going to do this, and I'm not going to do that. I'm like, just, like, fuck off. Like, if you want to be... Like, here's a fun fact, women. If men want to be with you... They'll be with you. They'll let you know. Like, they'll make the effort. Like, there should not ever be a game. Like, if you're unsure of, like, a man... Like, if the person that you're interested in is interested in you, if you're unsure, then he's not interested. I mean, like, that's the end of it. Because if he's interested, he wouldn't, like, 
make you un- unsure of your of your relationship or your potential relationship. No, but I think we've all like been young or in those relationships where like somebody texts you and then it's like, well, or calls you or whatever. And you're like, well, I don't want to seem too thirsty. So I'm going to like, they texted me. So I'm going to wait 23 minutes and then I'll text them back. And then if they text me back in five minutes and I'll wait 10 minutes. Like I've done that. I remember when I was that. Younger. I remember that a couple of years ago before I started dating Michael, there was like a summer I was single between, you know, between men. <laughs> um, and I was kind of talking to this guy and I was really, really interested in him. I thought he was really fun. I really liked him. And like, we always would go out and have a good time together. And like, but, like, I never wanted to... Have a to, good time together. Yeah, we did. Wink, wink. But, like, I never wanted to just, like, text him and be like, hey, do you want to hang out? So I just, like, sent him, like, Snapchats of, like, just things I was doing. And he'd, and he'd snap me back and be like, oh, that looks fun. But I would never just be like... But and, and then you'd be like, why isn't he asking me to hang out? Yeah. And it never occurred to you just to be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I'd like to go get dinner. Or, yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, like, I could have had a whole different life. No, I'm just kidding, Michael. I love you so hard. I love you so hard. <laughs> I tell that to Michael all the time. I'm like, Michael, I love you so hard. But honestly, I mean, it is like just saying what you want or asking for what you want. Now, I'm old, 33. (laughs) Hurt to say that out loud. Um, Is so much different than what it was then because I would have never just been like, hey, I'd like to know what you got going on tonight because if you don't have plans, let's make some. Yeah. I mean, for sure. And I think that was, like, what I did differently with Michael was I was just, like, let's, like, make this happen. Right. But, like, every day with Michael is a fucking miscommunication. Like, so even when you're in a serious relationship or marriage, like, like it's it's hard. Like, Brandy was at my house one time and Michael and I were having a conversation and Brandy and I were on the same page. So Brandy was, like, understanding what I'm saying and then Mike, but Michael and I are talking and then... I look at, Michael's like not understanding. I look at Brandy and she looks at me and she's just like, huh? And I was like, I know, this is my life. But <laughs> like he just, sometimes he doesn't, gra- and like I'm not, this is not a knock on Michael. I think this is just like men or people. I think it's just men. Like there's just like something, like there's like a fucking like film over like the part of their brain that understands women. And like you really got to like jab something in there to get that film to like go away. You got to break it. Yeah. You got to pierce that veil. Yeah. Because like, I mean, the miscommunication is, and I try so hard. Like, I'm so, especially with Michael, because he's my husband, I'm, like, so transparent. I literally just tell him. And I've even told him in the past, I'm like, if you are ever unsure of the things that I want in my life or, like, the things that I want just in general, then you're not listening. Because I'm so honest. Like, I tell you everything that I want. Like, Mm -hmm. there's not a secret. There's no secrets. Um... I told him, Brandy and I, our birthdays are coming up, everybody. So we'll send you a P.O. box first. You can send gifts. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I and told booze. Michael, Michael asked me what I wanted. And I said, I want a pair of slippers. So I'm like, he's like, okay. And then I'm like, I'll send you a link. How much were the slippers? Oh, I, I actually ended up buying them from the girls over in at Sal's. because oh, they were had, cute. They, they had so them fluffy. On, well, it was kind of like what I wanted. So I was like, oh, hey, I'll just buy them over at Sal's. If you guys... If you're local to Albion, um, there's a boutique over in St. Ed called Sal's Shop, and the girls over there um, are really nice, and they have a lot of cute stuff, and they, they had a pair stuff. of slippers, so I was like, I'm like supporting a local business, and I'm getting a birthday present, which I paid for, so <laughs> Michael, I still expect so, something else. So, Michael, you still owe a birthday present, to be clear. <sighs> I am just going to wrap them up, and they'll put it, like, under a, tr- under a tree. tree. <laughs> what are you doing um but another thing with talking about like relationships um 
that have do not involve my husband, but like, and we're talking about memes, is that you know, like that. Did you ever watch Friends? Are you a Friends person? Not a Friends person. Okay, I know I'm a terrible human. Well, whatever. That's me. a topic for another day. Come at me. No, I'm, I'm, it's not a topic. It's just that's fact. Uh, well, we can dissect that another day. <laughs> we uh, there's a part. There's an episode of Friends where Monica and Richard are broken up, and Richard is Tom Selleck. In case you guys don't know, and I fucking love Tom Selleck. She does. Anyway, so Richard and Monica are broken up, and but he like. Monica calls him and leaves him a voicemail, and then she plays the voicemail for every all of the friends to listen to, and at the end of it, she's like, or whatever, I'm breezy, <laughs> and Joe was like, you can't say you're breezy, so I think, like, that's, like, like, it always makes me laugh, because it's just, like, another thing that, like, women are, like, trying to, like, play it cool, right? because they think men are trying to play it cool, but, like, here's a fun fact, men are just... That simple. Yeah. They're just... That's a nice way to put it, because I was going to say dumb, but simple is a bad They're just very simple creatures. I mean, honestly... They don't... They don't think about that stuff. Like, if they're lying, their eyes are going to say they're... Like, they're just... They're really simple. And when you ask a man what he's thinking and he says nothing, believe him. Like, he literally... He's really thinking about nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I will say this until I'm blue in the face, is my brother-in-law Brian will always say, like, women, like, have too many feelings. Like, that you guys... He's like, you guys feel too much? Because he has a wife and two daughters, and, like, he's like, you guys feel too much. And... (laughs) I can't take it. Yeah, he's like... Like, we'll be having a conversation, like, my sister and I will be having a conversation, and Brian will be in the room, and he'll be like, my head hurts from all of the feelings that you guys are feeling. And I was like, I know, Brian, like, think about how we feel. <laughs> it's, it's rough. It's it rough. is. It's rough up in here. So, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the advice is for, like, the better communication I think it's in your like, relationships. I think it's to like not be self-conscious or not be worried as a female this is like going out to all the girls to not like be worried or be self-conscious about expressing yourself expressing what you want I think that's really good advice because if a guy doesn't like you and this is specifically specifically about relationships if a guy doesn't like you because of who you are like maybe you're like make like maybe like me you're like you're loud and like you're abrasive and like sometimes like you know like you're not exactly, I don't know, wife material. Like, that's – and the guy doesn't like that about you. Don't change yourself to fit into his mold. Like, you'll find a guy that right. likes you for that, you know? Or, like, I think, you know, sometimes – I'm going to pick on, like, the rest. Like, where do you want to eat dinner? If what you're craving is Taco Bell or, you know, like, some kind of gross fast food that Danny hates Ugh. and you don't want to go – find somewhere cool and new and you're just like listen like I would love to get just dirty takeout and eat in my sweatpants that would make me really happy be honest be honest just like if that's what's going to make you happy in that moment don't like just do it honestly that has been like a, a struggle with Michael and I because I don't know what it is and this obviously stems from like back in the day with me is like women like oh we don't want to like eat in front of men or whatever so when michael and i would go places like go out of town and he might michael honestly does not eat that much like he will eat three meals a day and that's it like and me i'm like eating all fucking day I long eat so when we would be out places and also michael never grew up eating out like they would always eat at home and like we always grew up eating out we never ate at home so if i'm out of town i'm getting food because I know I have food at home, but I don't have this food at home. So when we're out of town and I'll be like, are you hungry? And he'll be like, no. I finally had to be like, Michael, when I ask if you're hungry, that really means if you don't feed me in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to like cut your throat. Because like I also get very hangry. So like 
me asking him if he's hungry, I finally just had to be like, I don't care if you're not hungry. We're stopping at Wendy's because I need something to eat. I was going to say, I feel like instead of you saying, are you hungry? You need to say, I'm hungry. Well, like I never wanted, where where would you want to go? I had that ingrained in my head. This is like what I'm saying. It's like, I had to get that out of my head of like, I'm not going to eat unless Michael eats or like, because if it was, if I was alone, of course I'm going to Wendy's or wherever. I'm going to stop because I'm alone. I'm going to, but like, I've always had that ingrained in my head of like, he's not hungry. I can't eat. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Or because, like, we're together, if he's not hungry, then I'm like, okay, whatever, just go home. But, like, no, no. Like, I'm hungry. Snack. Get yourself so, a snack. Get um, Stop and, you know. And then uh, another Get thing that we... frosty, guys. Then another thing that we've had to, like, overcome is, like, if he wants Taco Bell, which I don't fucking eat there, and I want something Michael, else... call me. We'll go get Taco Bell. Like, I'm like, you can go to both places, Michael. You could stop at Taco Bell and stop at Panda Express. Like, it's not like they're, we live in fucking Omaha and they're on, like, two different sides of the fucking universe. Like, it'll take five minutes. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just got to eat at two different places, everybody. I don't do that. I feel inconvenienced. I don't. I, there was one time we were someplace and I wanted Starbucks and it was literally across the freeway. And Michael wouldn't go. And I was like so pissed. And I was like, we live in bumfuck Nebraska. You make me live on a farm and with literally nobody around me. I just want a Starbucks. Drive across the freeway for a fucking Starbucks, Michael. Did you just grab the wheel and go? I was so pissed. I was so pissed. I don't remember what. I think I ended up getting coffee at Whole Foods because we were at Whole Foods. Oh. So I just got, which wasn't the same. I wasn't. No, but, it's not. But whatever. It's not the same. Whatever. Um, I also think that like this kind of applies with like friendships as well. Right. Because I will say that like. Um, I'm not friends with some of the people that I used to be really good friends with because of miscommunication things. Really? Yeah. Like, I, you know, and it's not, I wouldn't say it's a fault of mine or theirs. I would just say it was, like, an overall series of miscommunications that led to us just, like, no longer hanging out. Like, not to have bad blood by any means, but, like, we're just, like, no longer hang out. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so I think that, like, you really need to make sure you're communicating with your friends as well. Like, not just your boyfriends or girlfriends sometimes I feel like a bad friend like I don't check in with my friends as much as I should um I think it's harder to have friends as adults it is and I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm bothering people you know it's so funny that you said that because on set Sunday I was going to text you and ask if you were going over to the there was a farmer's market kind of locally and I, was I wanted text you. to go to it but I don't want to go by myself <laughs> I was going to text you and ask if you were going and I was like it's Sunday she's probably doing something and I just never did you know I was just working uh, well <laughs> see look at this commun- miscommunication we could have went to the farmer's market and had I know, a great time I know and like it's not like I'm butthurt about it but like sometimes I wonder like am I hurting other people's feelings because I like I'm not extending invitations or texting somebody or, like, hanging out with a certain group of friends. Because, you know, every, like, you kind of have, like, little pods pods of friends. Yeah. And I I never know, like, if people's feelings are hurt or it's never intentional. I just, like, it is just miscommunication. Like, I just want to be like, hey, if I'm hanging out with Susie and Jane, do you, Mm -hmm. Betsy and... Curly, I'm making names. <laughs> do you want to hang? Like, is that your? Are, yeah. are you feeling that vibe, or would you just prefer like I not bother you? Because what I don't like then is that I feel like people like instead of just saying, you know, that's not really the vibe I'm going for, or you know what, I've had a really long week and I'm just gonna stay in. Yeah. Um, I feel like people like feel like they have to come up with excuses. Yeah. And then it's like if I get an excuse from somebody or just like a rejection, I'll call it, like more than two times, 
usually I'm just like, oh, they just, you know, yeah. like, they just don't want to hang out. Yeah. But that may not be the case. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, so hard to, like, I hear, I definitely feel hear out. That. I feel, like, I have two thoughts on this. First of all. I was going to say, it's a two-way street, though. Because if you've been the person to reject and that's not your intent, I feel like then you should extend an invitation. Yeah. Or say, like, hey, I know you've been asking me to do things with you and I keep saying no, but I'm not, like, I please keep asking you know yeah, like it's just bad timing yeah whatever which is you know because I have family members that suffer from depression and like so like I know that like a lot of the times like I want to do something with like someone in my family and they keep telling me no um that could be because like they're in like a bad, bad place, place. Yeah. and so like sometimes they will say to me like just please keep asking me but mm-hmm. like right now it's just not the day you know yeah that's nice that's like a nice way to put it yeah but then I also think that like I, this actually, I actually did this the other day, um, with a group of people that I know, they had went on a trip this summer and I was like, when they went, I was excited for them and I was happy for them. And I was like, oh man, I wanted to go on that. That that sounds like a great time. So I seen them all recently and I was like, Hey, next time you guys do something, let me know. I'd love to go. I just invited myself, everybody. Cause that's who I am. (laughs) Right, but, like, it could have been that you didn't get invited because they had no idea that you would have even, like, welcomed the invitation. Yeah, and they said, they're like, oh, my God, we should have invited you. Or, you know, I'm so sorry. I was like, oh, no, 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 don't apologize. You like, didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know. Like, I that's definitely, like, I'm, I'm, I have no shame but in my game. But next summer when you go and you don't invite me, I'm going to know because you don't like me. Yeah, Kay. for sure. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm already rating my FUs to yeah. them. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I do think that, like, as adults, it is harder to keep, like, friendships um, because you are busy. You have these jobs, and especially, like, when you run your own business. Yeah. You don't just have an five. Like, on Friday at 5 o'clock, you don't just, like, shut the door and go home and forget about work until Monday. And I think that, and, like, and I think that's also the case with parent, people that have kids. We don't have right, kids, so we don't right. know. But, but it's you, a job, I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, like. You, you know, we have our own babies, which are our businesses, and then, but our friends also have maybe their own businesses, but also babies, you right. know, like, those are all these things take so much of your time, and to be honest, there are sometimes that, like, I'd rather stay in on Saturday night and not put pants on than go out in the, to the bar or go out to have a friend's house. 110%. Yeah. I think, too, like, the older I get, I do feel um, just, like... I'm not good at communicating no. And so I still try to, like, if I go to Omaha and, you know, like, I went to undergrad there. That's where my best friends are. I went to law school in Lincoln. But, I mean, nobody that I, like, know is really in Lincoln. So when I go to Omaha, I feel like there's, like, four people on the regular mm-hmm. that I'm trying to connect with yeah. on top of like getting errands run, like doing the, my own stuff that I want to do. And it's, it's just a lot. And I don't ever feel I'm getting to the point where I feel better about being like, you know what? I already have plans or I don't know what my plans are yet. Yeah. And so I'll text you if I end up being free, but just count, you know, probably don't count on me. Yeah. Um, but there was a point, like I tried to make everybody happy mm-hmm. and do everything. And, and I think part of that was because, like, you know, friends had kids, and it's like, oh, I have my kids, so I have to drive. You know, I can't drive this far. You need to drive here. And it was like, I'm already driving two hours. Yeah. 
So I used to have that problem when I was in the Marine Corps. When I would come, I would fly from San Diego back to Nebraska, but all my friends were in college. And I would have this one friend that she'd be like, well, why don't you come down to this city and see me where, you know, wherever she was going to college. And I was like, because I just flew from San Diego. I just right. flew here. And then I drove another three hours home. So, I mean, like, you bring your fucking ass to me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that, that no, really does. No, but, like, it, it, it is. Like, you're just like, well, I've already driven, you know, X amount of miles or driven here. Like, I don't feel like I need to then, like, go out of my way to, like, accommodate. And I'm not saying, like, I don't like to go to my friend's yeah. house because sometimes I love going to my friend's house because it's so much easier. But, like, there are – I do have some friends who, like, will not make the effort to drive in or leave their house or leave their neighborhood. Um most most of my very close friends are like honestly really yeah like cognizant of that but I do have some friends that are like oh well I live you know up north so I'm not gonna drive out you guys west. Omaha you don't live and in it's LA. like it, you know, yeah you don't live that it's like 20 minutes max yeah and it's also not Lincoln which is like the biggest oh, small town oh, ever and there's like the worst to way from. to get around I hate it I <laughs> they need just it. like one giant overpass over Lincoln to get from one side to the other but that's a whole nother story that's why I hated Lincoln so much it's um terrible. I will say this that like eventually when I was coming back um during my time in the Marine Corps and I come back to Nebraska I would never expected people to like drop what they're doing because like I know that and I know that you don't either but like right. I know that people have their own lives but like don't also if I'm not gonna if you're not gonna drop what you're doing to see me don't expect me to like drop what I'm doing to see you well and if you're not even like making an effort to say like well hey like I know you're back home and unfortunately like I don't have the afternoon free but I have the morning free is there somewhere we could meet for like you're not even like like trying at that point you're just like well I'll hang out with you if you literally come to my doorstep but if you can't come to my doorstep then I guess we're hanging out and I I think it's like those revelations well if you're not going to put in the same amount of effort and even try to meet me somewhere then yeah it's not worth my effort I hear you I hear you. Um, let's talk about work and communication. <laughs> Honestly, Brittany, it has been so hard or so long. Not so hard. You guys have had two, one and a half cocktails and I already can't talk. Woo, I've ha- It's been so long since I've been in like a traditional business setting. Woof. Let me tell you, you're missing out. <laughs> I don't even remember the what it's like to have miscommunications at work. I mean, obviously, like we volunteer on a board and there's like obviously miscommunications when you are around other professionals or whatever. And there are obviously miscommunications in my business, but I don't have to like give a shit about it. You know, like the, I don't see these people. I don't know these people, you know, but like, so it's been a hot minute since Woof. I've had. I just think there's like communication, like etiquette. And I don't know if they're not teaching that to young generations this, or what's going on you guys i'm gonna wow. sound so old wow. Wow. but this younger generation and I, I just <laughs> i truly do not think that they were ever taught how to socialize with humans to pick up a phone call like to pick up a phone and like call somebody you dial this is what you do i'm gonna give you a little lesson here okay. y'all you I can't wait for this type in the number and you wait for somebody to answer hello and you say hi this is Brandy calling from, identify where you're calling from. If you're calling from your, hi, this is Brandy calling from my place of employment. And then you you can say, you know, how are you doing today? If they're awkward on the other end, you make the conversation. Hi, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? They're always going to say, good, thanks. I'm calling for Joe Blow. Does he happen to be available this afternoon? Yeah, let me transfer you. Mm-hmm. Or no, he's not available. And that's yeah. all they say. Then you say, oh, 
that's okay. Would it be, do you know, is he going to be in later today or can I leave a message for him? What would Mm -hmm. work good for him? Yeah. I will say this, that like, obviously my mom was really into like being being proper to other people like in respect to your people that when we were growing up obviously respect to your elders but um but when I was in the Marine Corps there is there was like a etiquette and a protocol that was legitly like like written law in the, in the military and if you did not follow it if you did not always give the proper greeting of the day so good morning good afternoon good evening you know like right. those are things that like I'm not kidding you this was like a when I did when I had my previous business um I would listen to my friend Trista. Sorry, Trista, I'm throwing you under the bus right now. She, her dad would call her, and she would answer the phone. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god, Trista! <laughs> I was like, Trista, that's how you answer the phone? And she's like, what's well, my dad? And I was like, I, mean, I don't care. You can still say, hey, hey, hello. dad. When my dad calls me and I see it's you know Brad Thober is calling me, I pick up the phone. Like, hi, dad. Yeah, I'm usually, unless it's, like, my mom who's called, like, six times in a row, texted me for and is, like, and I'll be, like, hello. And she'll be, like, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm busy, mom. Love you, but I'm busy. Well, I mean, like, there's just, there (laughs) is, like, etiquette to when But, like, saying hello or, like, in a salutation. Yeah. Or when, especially in, like, emails. If someone sends me an email, okay, you guys, because I sell things on eBay, fucking, oh, the emails I get. (laughs) There was this one person, I can, I had to tell the story because it was literally like, I used, I'm not showing you guys, the first, I will, I will also say this, we first started selling on eBay when I had the business and Trista was in charge of, of eBay and she would get these nasty messages from sellers. Like what? Oh, I don't know. People are just savages. I'll tell you some of the ones that I got. I don't know what Trista got, but she would get nasty e- emails from people and it would really bother her and affect her. And I'm like, Trista, why the fuck do you care? Like, you don't know these people. I said, just answer their question and whatever. Like, I'm like, I don't care about this, you know? Cause like I had a business run. eBay was not my business. So then, you know, um, once, tr- once Trista transitioned out of the business and I was doing the eBay the first nasty email I got literally made me cry. Did it really? Oh, it was so savage. Oh, my God. I get nasty so stuff savage. all the time. <laughs> but so this – I still get nasty emails, but now I just, like, blow them off, whatever. So this one recently was um, someone bought something for me for $12. Wow. But there was $10 shipping. So the guy bought this, paid for it, and then realized after he paid that there was shipping on there. Well, so he, he emailed – and shipping and tax – and so he emailed me. He's like, you offered me $12 and I, or no, he's like, first he was like WTF. This is all in caps too. I love when people email me in caps because you really know they're fucking mad. They're mad. <laughs> they're mad. So he says, what the fuck? WTF. You told me, like, I accepted your offer for $12. I just paid $23.94. You need to make this right, right now. And I was like, okay. So I, like, and I just laughed. Because at this point, it's so funny to me. Because I honestly could give a fuck less. Do you just want to respond, oh my god, you're so mad. (laughs) And then I can write in all caps too. (laughs) It's just like, you're ridiculous. What I said was, good afternoon. Insert, you know, proper greeting of the fucking day. And then I explained to him how, how tax and shipping charges work in a very polite way. And I said... Uh, for, no, I said, good afternoon, and thank you for your order. We appreciate your business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I explained to him the shipping and the tax, and I said, but of course, I'm happy to cancel your order if this is if you would no longer like this item. And he, I'm not shitting you, apologized to me in three different emails for being so aggressive in that first email. He I was did? like, yes, because I, he of course wanted to cancel because he was not paying for that, you know. 
Uh, but he first he he emailed me back and was like, "Yes, please cancel the order. I I apologize for being so um, abrasive." And I was like, You're "Like you were fucking rude." Yeah, it's more than abrasive. And then I said, "Okay, I'm happy. Your order is now canceled. Your your um, refund is pending." You know, and he emailed me twice more, and I was just like, "Like again, I'm so sorry." I was like, "Yeah." You should be, you yes. fucking ass clown, yeah. because there are humans on the other side of that email. Right. You're not emailing a computer, you're emailing another human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. It's but I brutal. will say this, that I was once in a meeting with um, the CEO of our local hospital, not the one that's now, but one that was previous, and he was said in the meeting one of his biggest pet peeves was people not responding to his emails immediately. Ooh, that's that's aggressive. I was like, um, people have lives, sir. Yeah, and like we're you know, me for example, I'm gonna pick on myself. I can get an email at nine AM and be in court. I'm not gonna respond like it's not like I have a laptop attached to my hip and a file cabinet that I towed around. Like yeah. sometimes you're asking a question that I need to look up or refer back to a document to answer. And I'm going to take the time to do that appropriately when I am have those resources available. Yeah, I think I am pretty damn good at responding to emails. I would typically say within 12 hours or less. Yeah. But there are times that I will give it 24 hours, especially on a weekend, because I'm not on the clock 24-7, even though... But you are. Feels like it most yeah. of the time. Um, but I always tell people, like, give them until 24 hours next business day. If you sent a message at, you know, 5 p.m. on a Monday, you should not expect you're going to have an 8 a.m. response. Yeah. Like, that's unreasonable. And I just think, you know, p- emails are not text messages. They're not, like, sitting there waiting for them. And they should be professional. And I appreciate, like, a quick response i do think it's rude and inappropriate especially in a professional setting Mm -hmm. to not respond within 24 hours and i'm not talking 24 business hours which are the eight hour days yeah 24 hours even if your response is no in my field i need to check with my client i need to check on this i will follow back up with you yeah that's on you but you i I deserve a response. Mm-hmm. If all it is is, here's this document, mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah. Okay, I'll read the document. I'll get back to you. I don't feel like I need to be like, received, thank you. You know, <laughs> don't don't flood yeah. my inbox with that shit either. But like, if I ask you a question and you can't give me the answer within 24 hours, then you should at least say, I am checking on this and I will be in touch yeah. as soon as possible. I'm, I'm, um... Guilty of not responding to people's emails. So sorry, everybody. Ugh. Sorry about you. We get lost. Um, yeah. I, have a, I, I just think communication is key. Like, professional, you know, communication with other people outside of an office or business. But even within, like, your office or business, just, like, I'm not saying you have to be professional because my office is super laid back. Like, we have fun at work. But, um... Like, I expect everybody to be on the same page and to be talking to each other. Like, there's nothing more awkward than, like, going into a workplace and people are not communicating with one another um, for various reasons. And I just think that's such a toxic environment. Like, I don't want to be a part of anything like that. Yeah, I don't miss those old days of working at a traditional business, that's for sure. Same. But I will say this, like, 
Um, kind of go tying with the emails is the text messages. Yes. I if I don't respond to your text message, I will get there. I will. I don't read text mes- text messages until I'm ready to respond. Like, because I, I will forget. Yeah, I know that about... I'm more of, like, a... I respond pretty quickly to text messages, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, I think that's just personality. I will... I have started leaving my phone in other rooms because, like, I need to get work done. And, like, yeah. you know, I work from home. So, I think this is also kind of hard. I work from home, so my business is at home, but also my life is at home. So, right. I'm expected to have, like, a life and my business and all these things. So, there are sometimes where I literally have to leave my phone in a different room so I can actually get some work done. And then there are times where someone asks me something on a text message and I don't have the answer. Kind of like the email. I don't have the answer right now, so I'm not going to – or I don't have the time. So, I'm going to, like, not read that, and then I'll get back to you when I on my time. I was like, like, it's my time. I think that's, like, a good boundary, and that is a good point. Like, if you're working and living in the same, like, physical environment, yeah. that would be tough to And I also don't boundaries. work, like, 9 to 5. Like, you know, the other day I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, so I started working. Yeah, you work weird damn hours. I mean, I do. I Sometimes wait. Danny forgets that I'm not a morning person, <laughs> and I work from 8 until sometimes 6 or 7 o'clock at night. I'm more <laughs> of, like, an evening yeah. and all-day person. And so she'll text me at, like, 6 a.m. like oh we should do this for the podcast and I'm like god damn it Danny (laughs) it's not that important right now and I always think that people are like me so like if I get (laughs) if I get a text message from someone and I see it has nothing to do with anything I need to worry about right now I will respond to that when I'm ready you know like on my time so at 6 a.m. but then I also never want to forget things I have a really bad memory you guys I drink a lot (laughs) so just Brandy I need you to know that you text to me 2 a.m. Yeah, you woke up. You're probably still up. <laughs> no, I go to bed so early. You know I'm an oldie. Um, oh my I god! Mean, but can we talk about the thumbs up thing on the text messages though? Do you not like those? Okay, so Brandy's the only person I ever knew before. Now I know a couple other people that do this, but like you know, like on, on the iPhone, you can like hold the text and like it'll give you the options like to thumbs up it, to exclamation it, to love it, to thumbs down. I think is maybe an option. I don't ever do that. that I don't. Seems know. a little negative. But like, I get it as like a. Like a kind of, it's kind like of like received. a received, received like and it. understood, got yep. it. Yep. But it also could be like a fuck off. Like, yeah, got it, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you take it like that when I do that? Not when you do oh, it. Oh, because I was like, I do that all the time to like, just acknowledge, like, hey, I, I got, got this. Yeah. You know, because I would never do that. Like before you started showing me how like that happens, you yeah. know, I would just read the text message and in my head say, got it. And then move on with my life. I would not like. I wouldn't even say anything oh. to that other person. I would just, like, the conversation would just be over, you know? I think I do it because I feel like sometimes things, like, deserve an acknowledgement, mm-hmm. but nothing chaps my ass more than somebody sending K. <laughs> what or about OK? K- or the KK. Michael's I'm, a KK guy. I'm like, what the fuck is KK? What <laughs> my, is that? Michael is a KK guy. What does that guy? mean? I don't know. If you're going to do that, could you at least do mm, K or something? <laughs> Like, just a little bit saucier than KK. <laughs> What's that mean? Oh, but, okay, do you want someone to say okay to you, or do you just want to give I you a thumbs up? I just want the thumbs up. Just thumbs me Some, up and move on. Okay, I will also say this with the text message. I, I will take the thumbs up. As, like, depending on who it is. With you, never, because, like, I know you. Like, right. But there are some people that I know have, like, dual personalities that I'm like, okay, bitch. Oh, I know some people who the thumbs up is, like, an, like my sister and I. Yeah. Like, Sometimes the thumbs up is like an F you and I'm like, yeah, like just I'm like, oh talking. bitch, what was your problem with that statement? You know, like <laughs> yeah. kind of a throwdown. But I will say with texting, I always will give like an exclamation point. It's never just a, like apparently my niece told me that people that use proper pr- punctuation and 
texting they're mean and i was like what? i was like okay i use like yeah like these are grammar. sentences i'm 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 Typing, typing something and sometimes i'll text on my like while i'm on my computer so like i'll definitely like even throw some commas in oh, there oh for sure yeah you know i actually find that when i use proper grammar and text messages it's far less likely that my message is going to be misinterpreted yes especially if i use proper grammar and add an emoji yes um so i will always add exclamation points like so people know like hey I'm hey happy. yeah like this is like i might sound like i might just be like yeah that's fine or I, I, could, I, I love like, the exclamation marks. Yeah, anyways. but two exclamation marks, you're trying too hard. I know. And sometimes I check and I'm like, hey, Bob, hope your day's going great. And, other, and I'm like, is that too much in a professional email? And then I think, you know what? This is me being authentic. Yeah. Because I am. I'm just, I'm happy to talk to you, I'm Bob. I'm really happy to see I you, hope Bob. your day's going good. I, really I want, want you to know this is happy before I... Hand you this bag of shit. Yeah. You know? But so that's always my, I'm like, I'm adding the exclamation point to let you all know that like, even though I'm saying it's fine, like I'm, it's fine. It's not fine. You know? Right. And in a text message, it's so easy to be like, it's fine, period. Bitch. (laughs) But to also put it's fine in a laughing emoji or a smiley, you know, those emojis, they add some emotion. You guys stop with the one exclamation point is enough. Okay. We don't need more than one. More than one, and I want to punch you. More in the than face. one in a whole conversation. No, no, no. like more together. Than, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thought. Like, oh yeah, you, I don't do that. I thought you just meant more than one in the whole. No, no, no. I'm talking about like, hey, three exclamation points. Like, hey. Yeah, then I feel like you're like, if I do, yeah, like yeah. that's aggressive. Uh huh. Usually, if I want to make it more like, hey, then it's. H E Y Y Y Y Y Y Y Y Y exclamation mark. You know, yeah. I want you to be like, hey. Yeah. And I don't need, like, yeah. And I will do that in a text message. Do you want to talk about your, um, your annoyance with voicemail <gasps> inboxes? My, first of all, set them up, people. <laughs> They're there for a damn reason. Set them up. Do you? Tell me whose voicemail it is. I don't want to know it's your number. I called the number. I can check to see the number of the voicemail I called. I, I got it. I feel like people that do not have the voicemail set, their voicemail they set They have up, so many problems. They're either old, so they don't, and they don't have anybody to help them. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my. Or, I, this is going to sound really fucked up, you guys. I'm really sorry. But they're, like, trashy. Like, they just, like, <laughs> they don't, like. They know it's the debt collector calling, <laughs> and they're like, I ain't telling them this is my number. I'm not setting that shit up. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, setting it up, and then and identify yourself. Like, hi, this is Danny. Leave me a message. I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. This has been my voicemail since like I was 16. Hey, it's Danny. I'm not here right now, so leave me a message. And you're not where? Because you are. You have your phone everywhere. (laughs) I don't know. It's just always my husband. Okay, my husband. His name's Michael. Everybody I know calls him Michael. The, or Obes is his nickname, but that's besides the point. Everybody I know calls him Michael. His voicemail is like, hey, it's Mike. I was like, what the fuck is Mike? You're like, <laughs> ex- I called the wrong number today. And I was like, oh, this isn't my husband. Who's Mike? <laughs> I've, I have had, I've called so many awkward voicemails. Like, I've just had some. Have you ever? They'll be like, yo, you know what to do. And I'm like, who is this that I just called? <laughs> okay. Or, I have two or, questions. So, or I, have an, I have had another client who was like, yo, it's DJ Dizzle. And, Shut and up. And you're just like, and it's like, you know, 
just not DJ Dizzle. You know, like, it's just, like, they were just like, yo, it's tea money. And you're like, who is this? Okay, do you remember when, number one, people would leave songs on their, like, voicemails? Yeah, and you would call. And, yeah, they'd, like, be like, and they like, have this whole thing, be like, leave a message after the beep, and then it's got, like, this, like, sweet, like, jam, and it's like, beep, you know? <laughs> or then, like, the families that would have, like, an actual, like, like, voicemail at home or whatever. What answer machine, that's what they're called. <laughs> I was like, what's a voicemail? A voicemail at home, in the home, the voicemail yes. in the home. The answer machine, and they'll be like, hi, you've reached the Parkers. This is Jerry. Tammy. Susan. Jerry. <laughs> like, everybody's got Baby say Fred. <laughs> and Scout. Woof. <laughs> Leave us a message, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We need to bring that back. Yeah, we should. You guys, I can't wait till we get a call nine for the podcast, oh, because you know God. we're going to leave something. I know. <laughs> The other thing I do hate about, like, you know those ringtones when you, like, dial a phone number yeah, and all of a sudden like it's, it's, like, it's just like it's like, God bless the broken road on the <laughs> other end, and you're just like, this is awkward. <laughs> or people that still have songs as, like, their ringtones when someone calls you, and then it's just like, I was in a meeting the other day, and God, what songs are I playing on this guy's phone? I was just WAP like, came on. <laughs> And I was just like, well, this is embarrassing for somebody. Yeah, you're like, this is awkward. So, yeah, basically <laughs> set them up. And then here's the other thing. Check them. Delete the messages when you're done. Return the phone calls. Do what the message asks. It is a form of fucking communication. <laughs> you guys, I cannot stand it when I have those little red notifications. All, like, my text oh, messages are my, my phone God. box. My mom, I was, last time I was out to see her, I, lo- I was, like, using her phone for something. 87 missed calls. Mom, holy shit! You owe some people. Oh my god, I have like anxiety (laughs) thinking about that. I'm like, how many, how many missed calls? I was like, I don't care if you don't want to fucking look at them. I'm just like, get the notifications out of there. Like, damn, don't call them back for all I give shit. But like, oh my god, I I do hate when I call a like a phone though. She might be one of these people. Oh my, my. When you're like, oh, the voicemail box is full and cannot take any more messages. I don't think my. I, no, I think my mom does have a voicemail set up that has her name. It's probably full a lot. She definitely is never going to return a phone call. She doesn't even return her own children's phone call. Love you, mom. We love you so hard. But, like, <laughs> don't ex- – if you want to get a hold of my mom, send her a text message. And I say that funnily because, like, you know, that's, like, the gener- like Gen Zers. Yeah, like, but it's But parents. my mom is also one of those people – she's like, if you want an answer from me, text me. Because, like, I'm – honestly – and I don't blame you, mom. Love you long time. She doesn't want to talk to you. Like, not you. Not like you specifically. Right, right, right. She doesn't want to talk on the phone. But here's the thing. If I call and leave a voicemail, this is my other pet peeve, is that on an iPhone, it now transcribes the message. Yes. So, like, it will be like, hey, Brandy, it's dad. I'm not going to, like, make it to your office, you yeah. know, this afternoon. So I'll have to, you know, fix your light next week. Okay. Okay. It, it like he left a voicemail, but essentially I got a text message because yeah. it transcribed it, and I don't even have to listen to it if yeah. I don't want to. I can just read it. But what happens is, is I call people and I leave a voicemail. It transcribes it to them, and instead of reading or fucking listening to it, uh, yeah, I uh, I saw you left a voicemail. Yeah, did you, Did listen, you listen, to listen to it? Because I took the time to leave you a voicemail. That's annoying. It drives me nuts. Oh, that's, well, you know what, people, check your voicemail so Brittany doesn't fucking blacklist you. Honestly, I'm about ready to have a nervous breakdown over it. I can't. 
check your voicemail, set up your voicemails, communicate, use an emoji if you need to, and just express your feelings. Yeah. And here's the most important key to communication. Listen. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) And sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and listen. Like, no more talking. I need to do that more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was specifically specifically talking to you right there. That was, I was looking at you in the eyeballs. I saw my soul burned. I was like, oh, bitch, she means you. (laughs) Okay, guys. So you can always send us your communication tips, but just communicate with us because we love it. You can follow us on Instagram at the Press for, at not, not the, just Press for Champagne podcast. You can follow me at Coley Avenue. Me at Brandy Joe, all separated by underscores. And don't forget to leave us a rating and review on iTunes and follow us and tell your friends and do Subscribe, all the things. You know? Tell your friends, seriously, tell your friends to listen. We are gaining new listeners every week and it's hey. seriously so fun and exciting. Uh, spread the word if you have fun yeah. listening to us and we brighten your week. And if you don't know how to leave a rating or review on iTunes, just text one of us or send us a message on Instagram and we'll show you. There's also a highlight on our Instagram there that is. shows you. Yes. Or you can just give us your password and we'll leave us our own review, rating and review. <laughs> but you can go you can go read our reviews and they're actually really fun to read. So you guys should honestly, go check they them are. Out. And they, some of them I'm like, I don't know. Like, you know, obviously yeah, but, like we can like, tell. Some of them I can tell who they are and then others I'm like, who is this? <laughs> I know. And I was like, I love <laughs> Honestly, the funnier the rate or the review well, actually, what we'll do is I think is we're going to start reading We'll start reviews. reading the reviews on the podcast. And the funnier they are, like, we'll send you something. Yes. Like, if you leave us a really funny one and just tell everybody how amazing we are, we'll send you a gift. Yeah. It's a bribe. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of Michelle's sex toys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you next week. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Bye-bye.